So what do we do now for the next episode? Something amazing. Yes, something amazing. Amazing and bold. Bold. Yes, let's do that. Like what? Do I have to think of everything? No, but something. I decided on something. What? The scope of it all. I said let's do something amazing. Is, is that all? I also said bold. Right, but, but that's not... So a- amazing isn't good enough for you. No, I mean, yes. I mean, now, now I have to produce amazing? So you want to lower the bar now, eh? No, but... I say bold, and I say amazing. And here you are trying to plead down to mediocrity, bargaining down to something innocuous and vapid, expecting to be treated like an A student for D-level work. Is that right? No, no. Enough I, but... of your defensive hooting. You make me sick. I can't even look at you. Lower the bar, my ass. You might want to contribute to the hollow ambitions of our lazy, bankrupted culture, but not me, buddy. But, Bow, I can't... Can't, can't. Is that who you are now? I'm furious. Ah, I could just break something, but everything in here belongs to me. This is my apartment. That's right. Oh, bow. Wait, wait, not the TV. Oh, not that. That belonged to my... Wait, that's yours. It is? No. Stop, Bow. Please. I can't help it if I'm not Shakespeare. What did you say? I'm not Shakespeare. 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 Now that would be amazing. I... Stop that. Begrudgingly invites you to experience the death of comedy. So, Shakespeare, where do we begin? We could read. Hmm. Or watch movies? Yes, movies. Which ones? Let's watch them all. All? Aye. Ten sleepless days later. Out with it, Kerr, you festering carbuncle. Work your thoughts. I have nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Oh. Oh. your apartment now. Oh, fie. Fie, fie, and drat. And a thousand times drat. Has been twice five days and nothing. Nothing! Hold, hold, hold! I hold! What? Do you hear? I. Something has transformed. Tis us. Oh, I hear it now. We are imbued. Imbued. We may have overdone it. Oh, 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 farting is such sweet sorrow. Is this Mick Jagger that I see before me? To pee or not to pee, where is the restroom? I'll fetch two quills and thus will set it down. Forgive me, bro, I must away for now. Set it aside, I will return anon. Nay, set it not aside, but down with speed. Let's seize it while the fever beats our brains. It cannot be now, I fear, for I have a date. A date? Now? Aye. It cannot be. It is. With who? Well... Well, may no wells. What does your well contain? Who is it? Angela? Gasp! My Angela? You never asked her out. Oh, fie. I'm sorry, Nuggets. I guess I just blew it. So we're cool? 
I'll just boil a hot dog and write an outline of the Shakespeare script while you're on your date. Okay. Thanks for being so cool with this. Sure. I have to get ready. Go ahead. Can you package my hot dog to go? Oh, sure. Now I am alone. And I am totes not cool with that. Should I not cry foul when a man molests my duck? Oh, bow! My heart is cleft in twain. Let me name both parts. To the one half I shall call Mark. And to the other I shall call Shania. You have assailed my ears with Hanson and sold my mouse to a man named Steve. Oh, here he comes. Can I have relish on my dog? Aside. He will not relish it as much as I. Within this condiment I have placed an unction with diuretical properties. Take but one bite, and my revenge shall be assured. His arse shall be as Vesuvius, and Angela will be as a resident of Palm... I'm kind of in a hurry. Okay. Oh. Oh, oh, this is good. I love the relish. It has a nice kick to it. You don't know the half of it. What? Enjoy your date. I want you to know that I'm happy for you. I wish nothing but the best for you both. Baby! <laughs> 
friend. Friend? Why, I haven't heard that word in twice two in twenty years. What's that, twenty-four or forty-four? I was not always a foul, loathsome, and revolting bum such as yourself. What? Once I had a happy life, a fine education, wealth, and rank. Oh. And then I met her, a beautiful flower in the fullness of her youth. Ah. Her name was Martha. Oh, Martha. Oh. Soon after we were married, and not long after that, she gave birth to a beautiful, perfect little boy. A baby boy. And we were happy. Oh, so happy. Then one day I happened upon a stranger, a man who fortune had frowned upon. I fed him, clothed him, and treated him as a brother. Oh, what a kind man. I worked happily, day and night, to provide for my family and my friend. Ah. But then one morning... After I had returned from work, I found that that stranger had run off with my wife and son. <gasps> and at that moment, I was determined to find that man. Naturally. And when I did, I would visit my grisly and gruesome revenge upon his person. And so I pursued him to Illyria, and then Athens, and then Messina. Huh? But I'd missed them by a day. And so crossing mainland, I set out on foot to Prague, and then Bohemia, and then Heidelberg. But by then, I was still five days behind them. Yeah. And so I followed them on ships setting sail across to the Americas. Yes. And then on foot again through Cucamonga and Missoula and Sheboygan, until at last, half dead from the burden of such a journey, I saw the visage of the man who had ruined my life. Yeah. In Niagara Falls, eating a fluffernutter pancake. Well, that's strange. Fluff another pancake. Oh. Slowly I turned. Pace upon pace. Wait, wait a minute. Jumped upon oh, okay. Tiddle. Wait, it's, it's so and bad. I walked Stop. up to him. Go knock with no sound me upon the ground. And blow upon death. Blow. And blow. And Stop, I Stop. Stop. What's wrong with you? What? You're not him. You're my friend. The stranger with a kind face. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Hey, what got into you back there? I'm sorry, friend. I forgot myself. You see, whenever I hear those terrible words, whenever someone utters that terrible enunciation that cracks my soul and turns me into a horrid and bloodthirsty beast, whenever I hear the bewitching sound of someone saying, Fluffernada Pancake, it takes me back. To that horrible moment, and all I want to do is kill! Kill! I didn't say it, you said it! What didn't you say? Fluffy Nutter Pancake! Yeah! Fluff another pancake! Slowly, Stay I right turn. Calm down. Pace Wait upon pace! Slow down! Just upon the middle and I seize that! No! Page. No! No! Now stop it! Oh, sorry. You. Can't just attack me because I say fluff that word. Please forgive me, friend. I forgot myself again. It's okay. It's okay. Just stay right there. Sorry, but might you have some money to get something to eat? No, but you can share my lunch. Oh, thank you. What do you have? Got. Oh, nothing. <laughs> well, clearly it wasn't nothing. You wouldn't like it. Wouldn't like what? Well, it's got. Marshmallow fluff in it? With peanut butter? Yes. Why? What's wrong with that? Marshmallow fluff doesn't bother you? Beggars can't be choosers. 
Oh, good thing I didn't say fluff another pancake. <laughs> no! Fluff another pancake! Uh, wait, no. Stay right there. Get, get, get back on! Oh, Angela. Oh, Bao. These last few dates have been incredible. Yeah. Angela, I have to tell you how I feel about you. How do you feel? I feel... How? Oh, I feel... Tell me! Oh, is that how you feel? No, 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 that's not it. What? It's not what I meant to say. Final words? Tis a far, far better thing I do than I have ever done. Tis a far, far better... What? My hand slipped. The Death of Comedy on KPTZ. We're killing it. <laughs> Who would Fartles bear... It is I, Bowser the Lame. Now is the winter of incontinence. Made furious bum curds by that sum of pork. Now does our ass chap like a farmer's our juicy tums squeezed out as condiments. Blow, winds, blow and crack the cheeks. I am your host, Dwight Spinkter. It is time to release from the vaults for the first time since 1963 this live performance by Sir Richard Burton in which he reads limericks. I sat next to the Duchess at tea. It was just as I feared it would be. Her rumblings, abdominal, were simply abominable. And everyone thought it was me. A Scotsman who lived by the lock had holes down the length of his... Burden was often called upon to do ad hoc performances in which he read from non-literary sources. Burton had become such a phenomenon by this time that he could make an easy paycheck out of reading the paper or reciting passages from a phone book or a recipe or... A cereal box. There once was a lady from Venus. Notice whose the selections that like Mr. Burton Venus. has selected show an interesting sense of discretion 
and build to a climax with the Lady of Lynn. There once was a Lady of Lynn who was so remarkably thin that when she essayed to drink lemonade she slipped through the straw and fell in. The man from Peru was a selection very close to the actor's heart. He had known and recited it from the time he was a little boy. There once was a man from Peru who dreamt he was eating his shoe. He awoke in the night with a terrible fright and found it was perfectly true. Limerick, a interesting Irish form of poetry, which uh, elucidates the uh, quotidian and often anecdotal elements of uh, the culture from the form. One can hear uh, the same notes that inspired writers such as Oscar Wilde, Sean O'Casey, and uh, James Joyce. This performance, which lasted over three hours, contained encores in which Burton read from a cereal box, from the QR&S listings of the phone book, and lastly, a random selection from How to Boil Cabbage by Leonard Hausman. There was a young man from Nantucket. In the next hour, stay tuned for Much Ado About Muffins with Tammy Bryant. This has been Cultural Enema. I am Dwight Spinter. I'm sorry about the other night. I was not myself. Yeah, obviously. I felt terrible after Nuggets... What? After Nuggets gave me that hot dog. The one that made you sick? Right after I told him... Oh. You don't think he... No, I don't think. I know he did it. Now don't do anything stupid. I wouldn't do anything stupid. Promise? Yes. Good. I'm going to do something stupid. Aside, plots shall I lay, inductions dangerous, to offer him a cup of visine wine. But if he fails to drink the toast I coin, to send my steel-toed martins to his loins.
Nuggets. Greetings, pal. I was just opening a bottle of wine. Would you like a glass? That is very kind. After you prepared me a brat, it's the least I can do. Oh. Yes, well, thinking again, I'm fine. I insist. You are far too kind. Very well, allow me to pour. Don't get up. I would like to drink a toast to our friendship. And I will butter that toast with sweet revenge. What? Nothing. After the favor you have done me, here is my drink. And here is yours. A plop in my drink? What contains that plop? Is it a plop of nothing or a plop of retribution? Let us drink to friendship and loyalty. To friendship. What's that? What? What's that? A shuffle. He must have heard the plop. Let us drink. Is that Angela? Where? Drat! Oh, I was mistaken. Let us drink. But first... What? Ha-choo! Oh, I think I spat in your drink. Here is mine. Let us drink. Aye, but first, let us not drink sitting down. Let us unfold ourselves. Very well. Oh! Kicked in the groin! Aha! Oh! That is for the poisoned brat. And my treachery is returned to me as dogs upon their masters. Or their vendors. Oh, I die. Gasp. Crow. Nay, you aren't dead. I, I am killed. No, you aren't. I am slain. Nay. I. Yet you speak. I speak as a ghost. Oh, no. What's that? Oh, is that the harps of the saints? Oh, oh, I die, Bow. Thou art revenged. Nuggets? Nuggets! It cannot be. But he has told me thus, and rattled. No! There, he rattles again. Oh, forgive me, Nuggets. I will repent me of my murder. Let me approach and... Pow! Ow! The face!
fatal blow, and now he is avenged for my vengeance against his vengeance. Oh, had I but time, I would avenge his vengeance against mine. Oh, the injustice. What? He rises. That's right, Pow. I win. No. Yes. Well, let us drink then to your victory. To my victory. Oh, drats. Aha! I am tricked. Oh, had I but time, I would avenge thy vengeance against my vengeance, against your vengeance, against my vengeance. Oh, I've lost count, but never mind. It seems to me that I shall have the last laugh. How? My apartment has but one bathroom. Stop it! Struck Romeo, sing the streets a serenade. Laying everybody low with a love song that he made. He find the street light, he steps out of the shade, says something like, You and me, babe, how about it? Well, that was our show. And though we trivialize the Elizabethan revenge plot and the genius of the greatest poet in the English language with cheap Rabelaisian diarrhea jokes, we did it all in less than a half an hour. As usual. Our first acknowledgement is a correction from our last show's acknowledgements. Our 99 Red Balloons cover was actually performed by the rocker covers from their album New Old Stock and not the other way around. Sorry, rocker covers, but don't hold a grudge. We can't help it if your band name sounds like an album title. What other names did you have in mind? The Greatest Hits? The B-Sides? The White Album? We forgive you, rocker covers. Just don't let it happen again. And speaking of covers, you're listening to the Killers' cover of Dire Straits' Romeo and Juliet from the album Sawdust. Our first song was a cover of You Oughta Know, originally recorded by the indomitable Atlantis Morissette and covered here by The Killing Moon as part of the Punk Goes 90 album, produced by Fearless Records. Our second song, You Rascal You, is Hani El Khatib's cover of a blues standard, which has been covered by everyone from Louis Armstrong to I Love Lucy's William Frawley. This version is from Khatib's 2011 album, Will the Guns Come Out, produced by Dan Arbach of the Black Keys. In this episode, we had the audacity to perform an homage to Slowly I Turned, a 100-year-old comic sketch most famously performed by the Three Stooges, but also by such performers as Abbott and Costello, Lucio Ball, and Sid Caesar. We'd like to thank our usual folks, Larry, TJ, and Lynn, as well as our unusual folks who supported us through loyal listenership, words of encouragement, and sharing our posts on social media, also known as the Death of Comedy's Comedy Death Squad. Daniel Fredrickson, Robin Castles, David Faber, Paul Rice, Sarah Chapman, who played Angela in this episode, Maggie Bulkley, Jen Grimsdaughter, Ariel Spesser, Mary Ashley Medeiros, Frank Euro, Mel Edwards, Liz Cochran, as well as John and Maya. All of our episodes are available for free download 60 days after their first air date at 
www.thedeathofcomedy.podbean.com. That's www.thedeathofcomedy.podbean.com. And watch for us on Facebook. This has been The Death of Comedy. We're killing it.